0: This is Who Kicked the Corner Flag, an English soccer game
1: show podcast.
0: It's with Kevin De Bruyne who sets up a shot and scores!
2: And now it's with Harry Kane and it's another chance to make it three and he doesn't miss this time!
0: That's Coutinho for
2: Salah! Oh that's brilliant! Mo Salah's header. From Coutinho's, excellent cross. And here's your host, James Rose. Greetings and welcome to match number three in our 2019 Podcasters' Cup. This is the FA Cup quiz tournament where podcasters and bloggers go head-to-head in testing their most recent Premier League knowledge. The winner moves on to round two. The loser sadly goes home. Game three, zizzes. welcome back two frequent guests on our regular season. One from the Arsenal side of the EPL fandom, the other... Still singing Wonderwall. The first is the leader of the Can City Gunas, the man who is ready for Arsenal to claim the Europa League Cup, perhaps, and who placed a Spurs hex on the Madrid Stadium for the Champions League final. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Please
1: welcome Mr. Boyce Richardson. How are you, bud? You know, I'm hoping that hex goes through, and I'm hoping the good thing happens, and then the other good thing happens. You never walk alone. The
2: the good thing, the bad thing, whatever you know, side of the aisle <laughs> you might be on there. Uh, his opponent today is the creator and voice of the Citizens Abroad podcast, the man whose voice is only slightly hoarse from the Wonderwall renditions, and who genuinely thought Kevin De Bruyne had smashed the EPL trophy. I think we all fell for that, truth be told. From just outside New York, it's Mr. Tim Crean. How are you, bud?
0: I'm doing well and James before we start um, you got that wire transfer from Abu Dhabi right before the uh, podcast here?
2: <laughs> I think it went via Newcastle for some bizarre reason but uh, I got some of it anyway so yeah we'll take that uh, Well do- well done, nicely timed. Thank Mr. you sir. Thank you. You. That I- was lovely <laughs> <laughs> We didn't rehearse that at all. Um, so <laughs> the, the format uh, of this show is a little different to our regular shows in that we have mostly quiz questions but windows of opportunity to debate certain topics and round one is a simple game of fact or fiction. So from in the most recent EPL season I'm going to give each of the guys in turn a statement all they have to do is tell me whether the statement I read is in fact true or false so kind of like rumor mill but with things that actually happened and not us screaming at newspapers every single time uh, each contestant will get about 10 seconds to provide an answer and each answer is worth two points alright boys you are up first with this one Manchester City went 14 games unbeaten to conclude their EPL season so true or false? True uh, of course it's true. Yes, yes, it is. that is a good start there. That'll get I'll you. jump in there. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> yes, take advantage. it. Is. You got this, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry,
1: you're not Jared, so you don't get Manchester <laughs> questions all. Uh, fair enough. That's long. <laughs> Yet, anyway.
2: Uh, Timber, this, <laughs> this next one is for you. Arsenal's new goalkeeper this season, Bert Leno, managed to register nine clean sheets despite their away record. Is that true or false?
0: I'm going to go with false. I don't
2: think he had quite that many. Nice. Yeah, it is false. That is complete garbage. Uh, Boyce, do you know how many it was? Uh, Five. Close. It was six. He had six clean sheets, which kind of puts him midway up that list uh, overall in the EPL for the season. Um, Speaking of Arsenal, I'll ask Tim this first, and then we'll switch to you, Boyce. But uh, obviously, defensiveness was the key concern for Arsenal throughout this whole season. But uh, do you think they've got uh, ways to improve this moving forward, Tim?
0: yeah I think they do. I mean I think that um after kind of all the drama that's been around Arsenal in the last three seasons uh the fact that they uh, made the Europa Finals here and stuff looks like they're pointed in the right direction a little bit and I think that um they have uh you know Emory has them going in a in a good in a good spot um you know they probably aren't gonna spend the money that some other clubs are uh, in the off season here, but I'm sure they'll spend a little to improve the club. And I think, uh, you know, they're always going to be a, a dangerous side, especially now that they've uh, got the coaching situation straightened out a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Boyce, what are your thoughts overall on the season with the
2: defensive woes, so
1: to speak? I don't know if you read it this, this week, but uh, Shkodram and Safi said that there was nothing to see here. Uh, <laughs> so obviously uh, there's nothing to see here. Uh, no, I mean, I, I I think, the loss of Hector Bellerin and Rob Holding hurt the team a lot. Uh, obviously, they, they allowed as many goals this season as they did last season, which is one of the worst seasons in, in team history. So <laughs> there's really only nowhere to go but up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was interesting. I, I was watching a compilation of the top 25 goals scored in the EPL this year, and it was interesting because none of them were scored against Arsenal because we just so freely gave other teams shots and the <laughs> hole, So <laughs> they didn't need to come up with moments of magic, so that's not great. Uh you know, I I I think if we win tomorrow, my prediction for 2019-2020 is that Arsenal ends up under 40 goals allowed next year where they I think they had 51 this year. So, that's uh,
2: slight improvement that
1: that is uh, (laughs) an 11 goal improvement that i will probably rue but uh yeah
2: (laughs) that's my prediction for next year (laughs) we'll take it love it uh boys this next one is for you and speaking of arsenal uh, arsenal are high on the list of own goals conceded this season with a season count of four is that true or false i think it's false It force year again. It's complete nonsense. It was actually two. Um, I think Tottenham were tied with them too. I do remember one that Tottenham uh, conceded against Liverpool. But uh, I think it was, yeah, it was just the two. So uh, nice work on that. Tim, this next one is for you. Manchester City tied the overall season record of hitting the woodwork with 21 times registered.
0: I'll go with, uh, I'll go with true on that. It did seem like there was a lot this year.
2: Nice! Yeah, it is true. Good work there, but It was tied with Chelsea, believe it or not. Well, Eden Hazard, probably. Uh, but it was 21 times registered for both teams there. Uh, Tim, Manchester City, obviously, what else can we say about them? They're winning a lot. Um, any, I think I've asked you this question a few times this season, but is there any sign of weakness in this team? Are they going to go win it again next year?
0: Well, you look, they are going to be the favourites going in, that's for sure. And, you know, this is going to be a summer of transition, I think, for City. Uh, the comp- the Captain Vincent Company obviously leaving, so when you look back to that 2012 side that uh, miraculously won the title there, there's only two guys left, Silva and Aguero. Sure. And so with a, a stalwart like Kim leaving, then Sané possibly leaving, and with some kinds of transfer bans and things possibly hanging over their head, which... Um, you know i'm I'm, I, I'm not super worried about but there is always that possibility mm-hmm. i think this summer is going to be one where they really try to shake up the team and solidify it for the future so uh whenever you're bringing in new blood it could always go wrong in so many ways so i think uh they could shoot themselves in the foot but other than that uh, it should be smooth sailing for mm-hmm. the uh, for the premier league next year
2: uh boys your thoughts on manchester city's game plan for the next five years there's nothing but wins right uh, spend
1: a lot more money.
2: I, I don't know. I mean, I,
1: I think today's news was actually really interesting. You you hit on it earlier that Newcastle United is actually primed for a purchase by another sort of Middle Eastern owner with yeah. oil ties. I think it's going to be really interesting. This is sort of the MO of Middle Eastern oil tycoons, where they come in. I, I think that the purchase price for Manchester City was maybe two hundred million dollars, and I think the purchase price for Newcastle is looking about three fifty. Right. Uh, it makes a, a pretty good value for them to be able to then just inject cash into clubs, and and I think you know despite stadium creation and a host of other things, you look at Chelsea, you look at Manchester City. Uh, I think if you're Arsenal or Spurs or really even Chelsea at this point, you start wondering what's going to happen with the injection of capital from the Middle East into other teams that are a little bit lower in the table. You look at the injection of capital into Wolves and and Newcastle specifically uh, and Leeds potentially, Mm -hmm. you're talking about a, a, a very different vantage point from the Premier League where if you don't have oil money behind you, or if you don't have a, a baron or a tycoon or a multi-billionaire behind you, you might get left behind. And uh, I think City have demonstrated that, you know, financial fair play aside and whatever's going to happen in the Champions League aside, there's a collection of talent there. And once the collection of talent appears, you get a coach that is appropriate to be able to guide that talent and you end up just dominating Mm -hmm. and you know as an Arsenal fan I I will readily admit that with Stan Kroenke in charge and uh, you know when you're I mean he's not a nice person either (laughs) so you know I mean we're sponsored by the Emirates and our owner is a dick but you know you look at that and and you think about what Newcastle could be in the next five years right it's it's
2: actually a a scary prospect but uh yeah if, if what you're suggesting happens we could see this new wave of of money but anyway um that's for another five years so we'll see what happens there uh boys this next one then is uh is for you Tottenham had a poor season with conceding goals this season they let 43 into the back of the net versus 36 last season is that true or false
1: i believe it is false
2: It is false. Nice. Yeah, good work on that one. Keep your enemies close and all that jazz. Uh, It was only 39 they actually conceded, so pretty close to 43, but uh, not as bad as getting into that 40s there. Uh, Tim, this, uh, this next one and this last one of this category is for you. Manchester United, on the other hand, conceded an extraordinary 54 goals versus just 28 last season. Is that true or false?
0: That sounds true to me.
2: It is true. Yeah. (laughs) Bizarre stats indeed. 54 goals conceded by Manchester United. Are they ever going to be the team that they were? I mean, we're talking quite a few years now since Sir Alex and they've just kind of slowly been on this slippery slope. Are they ever going to bounce back?
0: Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, this again has to, you know, when a couple of years ago you thought when they brought in Paul Pogba, then the league was over from a United perspective that they were just going to dominate and that blew up in their faces in spectacular fashion. So I think if they kind of get back to the tenants that United had originally of, you know, building from within, getting uh, and bringing in guys from the outside to supplement that, uh, they can start to get back on the right track. But, you know, they don't have necessarily uh, oil money behind them, but they have plenty of money to spend. They're not in any danger of financial fair play. They're going to spend a lot, too. Um, So, again, I think it comes down to to spending smartly. And then once you have a team in place that that can win and is worried about winning and not dancing and commercials and all that kind of stuff uh <laughs> then you can actually you know make see if uh, uh sulkshire is the guy to guide them or not which i think uh, ultimately he will be found not to be the guy and they'll mm-hmm. bring in a big name and
2: then they're right back in it
1: mm-hmm. boys would you agree with all that yeah i think so I mean, I mean i think what ed woodward has demonstrated is that he is perhaps incapable <laughs> of doing what united need and you know that's fine like I, I think Tim and I would potentially agree on this fact that I'm glad with them being terrible. I, you know, I, I'm sure when we did the pod immediately before they were supposed to go face Huddersfield and Cardiff that I charted that up as six points for them and oh, oh, how I was wrong. <laughs> What's funny is I, I think if United had won those two matches, they would have potentially made the Champions League. I think they would have. Uh, yeah, and yeah. those those are matches against two of the bottom teams in the league. And it's funny and it will never not be funny. Uh, they're mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to go spend. And, and to Tim's point, I, you know, I, I, they're going to spend as much as the oil rich countries are the the clubs that have backing uh, and they're still get, probably going to be terrible because <laughs> the worst thing that happened to any team this year was United appointing Shulshire mm-hmm. as long-term manager. Just he has no idea what he's doing not great it's, it's no yeah. he benefited from not being jose Mourinho, which i think any one of the three of us could have gone to <laughs> united for a little while after Mourinho it's was true. gone and they would have improved but in the long term i think he demonstrated that he just has absolutely no idea what's going on beyond his quest for the one ring <laughs>
2: Let's go ahead and move on to a new game in our contest, uh, one which I like to call In the Hot Seat. And how this works is very simple. Each person is going to get 45 seconds to answer up to eight quickfire questions on the Premier League season as possible. Each question is worth a single point and players can pass and the question will be revisited if there's time. Uh, Tim, you're going to take the hot seat first, bud. Uh, are you All feeling right. ready, sir?
0: I think so. I think I'm as ready as I'm going to be. As,
2: as ready as uh, Man City always are, they seem to be anyway. <laughs> All right, sir so, Tim, your time starts right now. Name one of Liverpool's top scorers this season. Sadio Mane. Correct. How many points did Tottenham collect this season? Uh,
0: 76.
2: No, 71. Which oh. sports company makes and designs Newcastle's jerseys? Are they
0: Puma too?
2: It is Puma. Nice. Which team's opening song sings about forever blowing bubbles?
0: I'll pass on that.
2: Pass. Okay. What position did Manchester United finish on the table? Sixth. Correct. Who is the current manager of Bournemouth? Pass. Pass. Okay. What month did David Wagner leave Huddersfield?
0: uh that had to be
2: two seconds one february uh no it was january and your time <sighs> has unfortunately expired on uh the two that you passed. which team's <clears throat> opening song sings about forever blowing bubbles is west ham west ham do google it your ears will probably bleed uh and the other question you passed on was who is the current manager of bournemouth it is eddie howe yes yeah, yeah i was blanking eddie. on it <laughs> eddie howe yep yeah. all right boys you sir are up next are you ready to go Let's do it. All right, your time starts right now. Which Liverpool player came third on the overall goal scored with 12 goals collected? Firmino. Correct. How many full seasons has Pep Guardiola been in charge of Manchester City? Five. Uh, No, it's three. What are the two main colours of Southampton's home kit? Red and white. Correct. Who is the manager of Cardiff City? I have no idea. I uh, well, guess we'll pass. What is the nationality of Chelsea's goalkeeper, Kepa? Spanish. Correct. Which Spurs player got a straight red card having just come on as a substitute in their game against Bournemouth? Foyth. Correct. Uh, other than Chelsea and Crystal Palace, name one other EPL team that beat Manchester City this season. Four seconds. Newcastle. Correct. Uh, I'm not going to have enough time to read that the next question. Oh, so. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but nice little hole there. Uh, the one question that you did miss. Uh, who is the manager of Cardiff? Is it City? Neil Warnock? It is <laughs> it Neil Warnock. Yeah, it is Neil Warnock. So, unlucky, you're not getting that one. Hey, let's go ahead and move on here to the final contest of this game which is of course a round of player profile now as we usually do with our kick corner flag episodes we're going to conclude with this favorite contest i'll be providing five different clues to a premier league player first person to shout their name and correctly guess said player will win those two points but you want to get one guess as an incorrect shot will freeze you out for this contest the clue to these players is keeper of the goals keeper of the goals and you can probably guess this translates to current epl Strikers. No, I'm kidding. Uh, goalkeepers. Um, guys, are we feeling ready for this? Yes, sir. Yeah, boys, we're we feeling pretty good. Uh, why not? Why not? Let's see what happens, right? Uh, player number one plays for a London club. Kept an average seven clean sheets this season. Is a Polish international. voice yes. yes, boys. Fabianski. Fabianski, yes, that is absolutely correct. And that'll get you those two points. Uh, the other clues on that one were well, used to play for Arsenal. And first name is Lucas. So nice work on that. Player number two, played his first season this season. That doesn't sound confusing. Is 27 years of age. Only managed six clean sheets. Is a Tim. Ch- yes, Tim. Is that Kappa. No, it is not Kefra. Unfortunately, no. And that does freeze you out. Uh, so, boys, these other clues are for you. Is a German international. Plays for the Gunners. It's
1: Burnt Leno. It is.
2: How soon did you know that? Were you just teasing us?
1: <laughs> I couldn't remember your earlier statistics, so I was sitting here trying to figure out, like, I think I'd guessed five and you said six, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
2: gotcha, gotcha, I love it. We well, got those two points. It is, in fact, Bert Leno. Nice work on that. All right, player number three has been with this club since 2012. He is 32 years of age. Managed to collect 12 clean sheets this season. Tim. Yes, Tim. Hugo Lloris. Hugo Lloris, there it is. Bam, nice work, bud. That'll get you those two points. The other clues on that were, is a Frenchman uh, plays for Spurs. That would have probably been the final clue there. Hugo Lloris, so nice work on that. Plan number four, kept just four clean sheets this season. Was once loaned to West Ham United. Tim. Yes, Tim. Joe Hart. Bless your heart, Joe Hart. Yes, that is absolutely correct, and that'll get you those. Oh, I feel so sorry for the poor guy, Joe Hart. Well, Me what's, too. What's he doing now? Is he with Burnley
1: still? I, I've lost I, track. I believe yeah, so. Probably, yeah, But still there. he is—he,
0: oh, you know, always a favorite in my heart. I'll never forget Joe Hart. But. Uh, Definitely a casualty of uh, of Pep this time
2: here. Sad, sad, but true. But uh, yeah, the other clues in that were he's an Englishman, once played for Man City, and first name is Joe Johad. Hi, right, guys. The last player of the game is a Brazilian international. Boyce. yes, boys, Ederson. Bam, right out there with the first clue, yes. That is it was great. either him
1: or Allison, so it was a 50-50
2: shot. <laughs> I was going to say this one was one of those ones that could have been either, because the other clues were kept an impressive 20 clean sheets this season wears the number 31 shirt, uh, has lifted the EPL trophy, that was the diversion there, wow. and uh, has a strange neck tattoo. Uh, so nice uh, nice work on that. And that does conclude the game. And this was a close one, would you believe it? Uh, the final scores on this one, Tim Bud, you came away with 13, but congratulations, boy, sir. You have taken the victory with an impressive 17 points. How do you feel?
1: <laughs> it's almost like Jared was here. <laughs> except except, oh. except Tim. Tim did better. Uh... <laughs> You know, it's one of those things where I hope at uh, this stage next week when we're recording these that that Tim has a trophy – and I have a trophy and Liverpool has a trophy <laughs> oh, and you assholes don't have a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shouldn't be laughing. I'm deep
2: deeply nervous deep down inside. It's nervous laughter right now. And uh Jared would probably agree, but uh no nice work there, boys. You will be going on to round two and obviously the, the drawings will be confirmed very soon. But Tim Unlucky Bud, uh got a real close game in there but uh didn't quite make it. How uh, how you feeling?
0: Yeah, you know what? Came up against a real tough opponent, so uh, all, all credit to boys there. And uh, now that I'm knocked out of this cup, I'll focus on Champions League, I guess.
1: There
2: you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, this has been great. Uh, Tim, go ahead and talk a little bit more about your podcast if so we'll give uh, give our listeners an idea of uh, how we can uh, reach out to you, listen in, all that fun stuff.
0: Awesome, thank you. Yeah, uh, the podcast is the Citizen Abroad Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Citizen Podcast. That's C-I-T-Y-Z-E-N uh, Podcast and uh yeah we go all off season talk a lot of transfers probably a little uh international football as well and uh we we go every week we talk uh all things manchester city so uh if you're a fan of city definitely check it out
2: very cool thanks man and uh do you have any other summer plans any vacations planned obviously you're going to be traveling to man city stadium anytime soon
0: no no nothing the Eddie had uh planned we uh take a family vacation to Lake George every year and uh, nice. I generally do a podcast from up there which is which is fun uh, crammed in a room with uh, you know a bunch of people downstairs carrying on so uh, <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's my, my big vacation plan for the year
2: Man, we'll enjoy that it uh, sounds like a blast so uh, have a good time there uh, but guys that is all we have time for congratulations once again to uh, Boyce who we'll be seeing in the second round of our tournament don't forget to listen to other episodes coming up uh, which will be posted very soon uh, but in the meantime don't forget to to rate us through itunes and leave us a very pleasant review uh you can also follow us on our social media avenues uh, twitter at kick corner flag facebook uh kick corner flag and instagram at kick corner flag uh final words tim
0: yeah it's been fun thank you as always for having me on uh, i always enjoy this it's uh it tests both the opinions and the knowledge so it's a lot of fun and uh good luck to boys going forward here now that i lost you i hope you uh go ahead
1: and win the cup there you go thank man. you sir we'll take it boys final words I've been terrified since I touched down from Spain and Portugal. I'm terrified now. I'm going to be terrified until 2 o'clock tomorrow, and then I'm going to be terrified all the way through. And then when that's done, hopefully after the good thing happens, I'm going to be terrified all the way until Saturday. So, (laughs) thanks for that, Ajax. I was really appreciative of their airport celebrations where I was like, you guys don't get to celebrate anything. (laughs) Uh, You failed! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, again... You never walk alone. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, guys. (laughs) So that's all
2: we have time for. And until the next episode.